This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast designed and produced specifically for Florida small business owners and entrepreneurs. Small Biz Florida, talk that works for Florida. This podcast is supported by the Florida SBDC Network, providing the tools, strategies, and expertise to help Florida's business community thrive. Visit the Florida SBDC online at www.floridasbdc.org or contact your local office and get started on your path to success today. This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast and broadcast. It's all things business across the state of Florida. And uh, I am Tom Kindred, your host for Small Biz Florida. And if you've been tuning in lately, you know that we are coming to you from the National Electric Vehicle Consortium gathering here at Indian River State College, right here along the Treasure Coast. Uh, And the NEVC uh, was funded through a grant from the National Science Foundation. And the purpose of this group is to bring um, thought leaders, uh, experienced individuals uh, in the EV space together Uh, and talk about where the industry is headed, specifically kind of workforce issues. What are we doing in terms of training? How are we we getting the support workforce for what's going to become a a major population of uh, electric vehicles across the country? And it's all taking place right here in the state of Florida, right here along the Treasure Coast. And uh, we've got our good friend, um, and uh, those of you who tune in know that uh, from time to time, our good friend, Dr. Herbert Ricardo, co-host uh, Small Biz Florida with us. So uh, welcome, Dr. Ricardo. Tom, it's great to be here. Thanks so much for being on the Peru campus. Yep. It's, uh, it really is an incredible event. We've had some great interviews, great information, great insight into where this EV market's headed. And I'm telling you, uh, there's entrepreneurial opportunities out there. Uh, this is one of those uh, opportunity moments. Um, and we've got with us now, uh, very pleased to have with us, can't wait for this conversation, but we've got with us uh, Jose Garcia. Uh, Jose serves as a program manager for a really incredible program. I'd like to take a survey of how many listeners know about this program. I think I think I think Small Biz Florida is going to get credit for launching this thing, but it's called Smart Service, and uh, Jose is with Tesla. Jose, welcome to Small Biz Florida. Thank you, thank you for having me. I don't think we've ever had anybody this famous on, Jose. Tesla. I know. I know. Isn't it great? Yeah, Small Biz Florida. We've moved into a whole new realm now. <laughs> We're a whole new level. Uh, Jose, we've had a chance to talk and talk about what you do. Really incredibly interesting program. I can't wait to talk about. But as we always do, kind of start us with your pathway to Tesla and uh, kind of your involvement with the uh, National Electric Vehicle Consortium. Sure. So um, I've been in the auto industry my entire adult life. Uh, As a kid, I grew up working on cars, watching my dad do oil changes, learning from him, and then later on transitioned that into a part-time job for Ford. So I actually started working at a Ford dealership while I was still in high school. I graduated high school and then I went to college because I told myself I'd rather do something with my mind, not with my hands. So I started working for Ford and I spent three years with them while I was completing my degree. After I finished that, I actually ended up going to work for BMW uh, because my passion has always been in cars and no matter what, I've always saw myself transitioning into automotive. Uh, And so I spent six years working at a BMW dealership in West Palm Beach. Became a master tech there, uh, gained plenty of experience. It was a wonderful uh, opportunity for myself. But one thing that always just was in the back of my mind was, I've 
ever since I was a kid, I've always liked helping other people. And while working at, at BMW, I was able to help myself. I wasn't doing anything to just to for the masses. So at that time, one of my friends talked to me about a company called Tesla. And I said to him, well, what's a Tesla? <laughs> this is back in 2013. So... The, <laughs> But the, we didn't. I didn't know much about the cars. I started looking into into the organization and about the mission and learning about Elon and how he risked it all for something he believes in so so greatly, and that inspired me to want to apply for the for the company. Um, so I did apply. It took about four months and about six interviews, and then I was hired on in August of 2014. Um, so that's pretty much where my journey with Tesla started. I began began there as a service technician at the West Palm Beach location. Uh, spent a few years as a technician. Then I was promoted to shop shop foreman. Uh, ran that for about three years before I decided to make the transition to instructor, uh, because I really like developing and helping people. And being an instructor is the way I was able to do that. So that's how I ended up on well, the start program. D- this is going to be a long segment. Uh, we got a lot to unpack there, man. It, what an incredible story, though. I, you know, I love the, and I think you, you, you know, you talk about what really exemplifies millennial workforce today is it's it's about you know passion beyond just the paycheck i mean is that is that kind of the way you felt i mean you you saw something uh, beyond just that 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 weekly pay absolutely I, for me it's what can i do to help others i you know i i can always make money to help myself that that's not as long as you have a good work ethic you're going to be able to be successful but what am i going to leave behind for future generations that was really what was my driving factor. Um, you know, going to, not to discredit or talk bad about, you know, legacy brands, but at that time, I, they're not doing anything for the future generations, not for yeah. my kids or my children, my grandchildren. That's what I'm looking at. What are we going to leave behind for those generations? Uh, Herb, I think you just, I think you got a good, you got a good class speaker here. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, this is a, a right. terrific, Jose. Yeah. Hey, so Jose, so talk to us about, let's just jump right into it. Let's talk about Tesla's program here that you, uh, you manage and, and you're responsible for. It's called Tesla Start. Yes. Uh, so talk to us about Tesla Start. Okay. So the Start program was created in, in uh, 2018. Uh, the idea behind it is to, to train. We hire service technicians as interns uh, through local colleges that we partner with. We run them through, uh, at that time it was 12 weeks, now it's 16 weeks, but it's a training program where we give them all the, the training material and run them through all the instructor-led training courses that all our current service technicians go through as well except that we do it in a more expedited timeline. During those uh, 16 weeks, we also provide them the pro- pro- proper hands-on skills and the experience of working on the vehicles with the, the very simple day-to-day tasks. Uh, in addition to that, we do interview prep with them, and we also get them lined up to do job interviews with multiple service centers nationwide. The intent of the program itself is to train, develop, and then place all of the interns that go through our program. And we have 10 of them nationwide. Wow. And one of those training centers is in Florida. Yes. Miami-Dade College hosts one of our programs at the West Campus. Wow. And 16-week, did I hear that right? 16-week program. I mean, I'm assuming pretty intensive 16-week program, uh, five days a week, all day. What's the structure of the program? So one thing that I always tell our students is that the program itself is not designed to trick anyone, but it is designed to be a commitment. When you're there for those 16 weeks, you are there. Your life is the program. Um, so it's it's five days inside of the classroom. 
but you also take into consideration all the online training that, that they do because we're trying to do roughly about 160 different courses online in addition to what we're covering uh, through the program itself. So it is a commitment. It is, uh, they live, eat, and breathe Tesla, the start program for those 16 weeks, but they also have a very deep understanding of Tesla when they're done with it. And the way that our students progress throughout those 16 weeks is insane. You take someone who has little, little to no experience and almost no confidence whatsoever, and we're developing them, we're teaching them the proper way of, of working on the vehicles, and we watch their, their, their ability and their confidence grow to be these very reputable standout technicians. Is, it, is there a Tesla certification attached to the, to the program? Absolutely. So we offer multiple uh, subsystem certifications through a, a Tesla cert itself that we give them at the end of the program. Uh, half of our programs are actually net accredited programs, so they are receiving college credit for being them wow. in there. And then some of them oh, are yeah. workforce development programs. So it depends on how we structure them. But they can actually put the, what they learn towards a degree. Nice. Jose, absolutely terrific. And uh, talk about a whole bunch of stuff to unpack over here. You know, it sounds like when when you talk about the 16-week program, my first thing that thing that, that comes to my mind is kind of a boot camp, basic training. Um, you know, you almost get them, you know, you're just talking about, you know, you've got individuals who don't have a whole lot of self-esteem about themselves or what their capabilities are and everything else. Kind of break them down a little bit and say, hey, listen, we're going to get you through this and everything else, and you put them through. And, of course, um, with all of this is I, I kind of feel from you um, that you're living a, a culture, um, that Tesla's got a culture, and that's what you're trying. You know, you talk about giving back. You talk about wanting to give to, you know. Tell me a little bit about the culture of, of your environment. Absolutely. Um, in traditional automotive with flat rate techs, the majority of them are just kind of self-sufficient and standalone. Um, that is not the way we work at Tesla. We're very team-oriented, and the person next to you is your team member, and you do whatever you can to help them out. So when we look at hiring interns for the program, we look at it twofold. Number one, are they physically capable of doing the work that we're going to require them to do? Sure. Number two, equally as important, if not more, are they a good fit? Are, do they have the right mindset, the right attitude, the, the, the right... Um, Drive because a job is a job, but what separates a job from a career is how how bought in you're into it, how dedicated you are, and how successful you're going to be. The people at Tesla that are most successful are those that are team oriented, those that are willing to work um, and push above all, and to help out each other. This is not a place where you can succeed uh, individually. You need to be able to work with others, help that person grow, so you can grow with them. That right. that is how we get along, and that's how we accomplish the mission. Uh, that's great. Um, what, what's, um, what would you say is about the um, average um, age of um, the uh, intern that basically starts with you? Ooh. Well, I did ask him if I was too old. <laughs> Wait, I think boy. he said yes. No, I d definitely did not. <laughs> yeah, uh, see, he did not say. He did not say yes. But I would say that the we most of our interns are in the early twenties. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, I'm, I'm close. Yes, to something like yeah. the early 20s, yeah. Uh, I, You know, Jose, i got to ask you, you know, Herb asked a great question about culture. And, you know, with, the, with Tesla being such a, my gosh, it's the poster company for entrepreneurship. I mean, you know, visionary thinking. And, and uh, is there an element of entrepreneurship 
within the culture of Tesla? Is there a, is there is part of the 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 mindset for those that work at Tesla always be pushing yourself to to be creative to 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 see issues bef- before the customer sees them address issues before the customer sees them is that is that part of that culture at Tesla <laughs> so i'll say this that one thing that everyone at Tesla needs to be well versed in is adaptability um, as human beings, we're creatures of, of habit, right? We, we like our structure, we like our bubble, and we like our routines. Right. Um, no two days at Tesla are the same. And, so every, and I am guilty of this because I, I'm a very uh, regimented person. Right. But you have to learn to adapt, evolve, take on new ideas, and roll with them and grow. Uh, that, is, that is what makes someone successful, especially at Tesla, because we're forever evolving. So the way we think has to always forever evolve as well. You, you know, it, it sounds like you know. It sounds like you're, you know, you're taking an individual who has some ideas. You're training them. You're saying, okay, here are your skills and everything else. But understand that we've got this whole program and we've got these other things going on too. And it's part of your responsibility to help them, and they're going to help you as well. That's 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 kind of what you got. Absolutely, and invest in others. Therefore, they can invest in the company. Right. Right. Nice. Yeah, I love it. You know, and I also, I, you know, I just got to ask, I mean, it, because of course, I mean, her, Dr. Ricardo and I just, we, you know, we live business. We love to talk about business. Why is why we created this whole podcast so we could talk to people like you about business. But I, I love, I love talking about it. And, and it, it strikes me as, you know, Tesla is such really a, and here we are at this National Electric Vehicle Consortium. We brought together this this group of people, you know, thought leaders in this whole industry. And and uh, I just just had an interview with uh, Professor Ken Mays, and you know, he brought up a good point. We talked a little bit about how the manufacturers, like a Tesla, for example, have really done such incredible work. They've really kind of outpaced. The support. So he talked about the shortage of of, of technicians, and and of course his passion to, you know, to educate folks to, to work in these fields and find careers in these fields. You know, do you guys kind of do you get that feeling that you guys have done such an incredible job, been so innovative that you you've got to kind of go back now and say, okay, we gotta we gotta we gotta fill these catch up. Yeah, yeah we gotta kind of catch up with the support. You guys have done so well in getting out in front of this industry. Absolutely. Uh, so being on the forefront, we've been the innovators and we've really pushed the envelope of what the technology is going to do. In fact, that was his exact words. Uh, Professor May said Tesla's been pushing the the envelope. Yeah, go ahead. It, it really that's that's. It, it, that's impossible. We, that can't be done. Or things that just really do not fly at Tesla. Um, but it's, so we're forever growing and forever expanding. And the pipeline for EV technicians just doesn't exist. Uh, that's actually one of my responsibilities is to build out pipeline programs to feed a program like Start. Therefore, that's going to be the future generation of EV techs for the company. Um, it's easier said than done. But what we're doing is, is, is building out programs that focus on fundamentals, on community outreach, and being able to prepare them for the 16-week structure that we have in the START program. And then from there, we can give them a good opportunity to launch a career with the company. Well, again, so you've, you're pushing the envelope in the EV space. Uh, you're, you're innovative. And, and here you are. You've really kind of created a very innovative technician program. Is that, is that a fair statement? You're, you're being innovative in even what you're doing in the training program. 
Uh, yes, in a way, since the, the, it goes right alongside the technology itself. Um, we do treat, teach the same material that any technician that works for Tesla now is offered. Uh, we just do it in an expedited, type, expedited timeline and in a more controlled environment. Uh, because the way we do it is, is significantly more hands-on than the way you would see it out in the field. Um, but we, one thing that we do is we focus heavily on the hands-on training and the in-person, in real-life scenarios. So our students not only learn in controlled labs and in classrooms, but they actually also work at service centers while they're in the program. So they're learning what they're learning in the classroom, they're physically seeing and doing at a lo local service department with technicians, with managers on customer cars, so they can get the full scope all at one time. And one would assume that you are running the most popular training program uh, in the state of Florida. Is that is that the case, or do you do do you have seats that can be filled in these programs, or or is there a waiting list? What what's the story on the actual class participation? So we have no shortage of interest in the program. That's for sure. Uh, it's about having the proper skill sets to to make it through the program and to be accepted because it's very much like a like a, a job interview. You go through a background check. You go through two interviews. And then we assess to make sure that this person that we're accepting is going to be able to successfully complete the program. Um, we run roughly two and a half cohorts per year. Each one of them uh, can host up to 15 students. So it is a limited amount of students right. that go through the program. Uh, and that's per location. Um, but we do that on purpose because we're not focused on, on quantity as quantity. much as we are quality. We want everyone that comes out of the program to be top tier and that we stand by them. Right. Yeah, and so and so then, uh, based on how your program is set up and everything, I'm saying you're responsible for the whole program, right? You're responsible for the most, yes. for, for for it. Um, and then, what do you do once they're qualified? Once they go through training and they're pretty good, um, you're able to deploy them throughout the United States. Is that is that is that what you do? Yeah. So what happens is midway through the program, they receive a survey from a recruiting team that where they list their top three regions that they're interested in working at. So what our recruiting team will do is then start setting up interviews in those regions for our students to interview with the managers uh, and make sure that, number one, they can do the work. Number two, that they're good cultural fit for their team. Um, the, the program itself is in such high demand that we have, a, I believe it's somewhere around a 93% placement rate, percent placement rate right, right now. So the majority right. of our students that graduate are, are offered jobs right away. Placed immediately. Uh, right. yeah. and, and, and you do, obviously, you do nationally. Do you also do internationally? We do not at the moment. Okay. Um, we do have some opportunities that we're working on and trying to expand uh, certain uh, programs that I'm not going to speak about sure. just yet. No, but, yeah, um, sure. but, but I can tell you that, that the program has been... Um, studied and reviewed by my counterparts in the company uh, other parts of the country or the world yeah. uh, because they very much like what we're doing and the the effectiveness of the training sure well, what what does the dealer network and, and you may not know this but but you might what does the dealer network look like for Tesla how, how many dealers are across the country is it a pretty robust network I mean so Tesla does not operate on the traditional dealership uh, okay. um, umbrella or model everything is corporate owned so all of our service centers, our sales and delivery okay. locations, everything is owned by Tesla itself. Okay, uh, It's just a better way for us to do business and to really uh, control the quality of what right. we're doing, too. Well, and with innovative products like you've 
you know Tesla's created. That's probably the probably the best model right now. Uh, you know, makes makes a lot of sense. Um, how does one get engaged? How do how do they find out about the program? How does how does the process start uh, to become a uh, a candidate to get in the the Tesla Start program? Oh, it's very simple. You can just go on Google and, and type in Tesla Start, and they'll take us to the take you to the homepage where we have all ten locations listed on there. So to show you, it'll give you a link to the campus themselves where you get more information on them, but also give you a link to apply for the Start program as well. Wow, nice, absolutely terrific. Um, I, I think it's you know I'm definitely going to share this with um, with my students. Um, of course, I've got business students and everything else, but um, I've got a lot of students who are interested in cars, and I've got a lot of students who are interested in in the modern um, environment of cars, and EV is right there. So um, this is this is really terrific. Yeah, and I guess and, and that brings up another good point. You know, one of the things we talk about, you know, in education today, especially, you know, workforce uh, type conversations is, you know, advanced manufacturing. You know, we always talk about well, this. Isn't, you know, this isn't your your grandfather's. You know, factory the the smoky, uh, you know, dimly lit factory. I mean, these this is truly high tech. I mean, so so I. I would assume a fair statement would be this isn't your granddad's uh, auto service, uh, you know, Bay. right. You know, this isn't like the backyard garage. I mean, gosh, what's a Tesla service center probably look like? I mean, it's probably a, a beautiful high tech facility. I will say that the way we operate and the we do business and especially on the service department side is unlike anything else you're going to see in legacy automotive right now. That was one of the things that for me was difficult to to adapt to coming in from you know nine plus years in the dealership structure to to come in uh, work at, at a Tesla service location. Uh, we're we uh, we're not afraid of taking chances and, and and trying out new things. We're forever evolving the way we do service and the way we do business in general. So uh, you're going to see things like like battery tables and, and jigs that you won't see in other locations. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a very we try to automate the process as much as possible and make it streamlined, not just for the customer, but for the technicians as well. Wow. Unbelievable. Great, great I know, stuff. I know. Yeah. This is Wonderful. really, really... Jose, uh, listen, I cannot thank you enough for taking time out. I know you had to you had to leave the meeting to come talk to us, but we really appreciate it. This thank has you. been incredible information, and like Herb said, I can't wait to share uh, this whole program and share this segment of the podcast. Um, really great information, and and again, these are really new op- career opportunities for yeah. young people. Yeah, that. That that's fair, Jose. Absolutely. Um, this what I tell students when I get when I meet a new class. It's you know, this company is the the greatest company I've ever worked for. Um, it, don't get me wrong, you will work because this that's how you change the world. But um, the opportunities are there. The question is, how hungry are you? How hard are you willing to push for them? What are you going to do to better yourself? If 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 what you're looking for is a career, not a job, Tesla is one of those places. But be prepared to earn it, and if you and if you set your mind to it, you will be able to achieve whatever you want. Well, obviously, Jose, you uh, you have done just that. I'm, I, it's obvious the company's recognized in you uh, some uh, s- some very positive attributes uh, and characteristics because uh, uh, you've obviously done well and you represent them well. And uh, and we uh, we appreciate the interview and appreciate the information on what is a incredibly innovative program. 
Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Dr. Ricardo, thank you for Great. Thank sharing, you so much. The, no, I appreciate sharing the table it. here. It's great to be uh, here. And uh, again, this is Small Biz Florida. I am your host, Tom Kindred. Uh, we are coming to you from the National Electric Vehicle Consortium uh, gathering here at Indian River State College, uh, right here along the Treasure Coast. Again, the NEVC was a group put together through a National Science Foundation grant. It's all happening right here at Indy River State College and uh, thought leaders just like Jose Garcia from Tesla are all right here in the room together. Uh, powerful group. So uh, again, thank you, Jose. And thank you, Dr. Ricardo. And uh, with that, uh, stay with us. We'll be back uh, with more from uh, the NVC and uh, NVEC. And uh, this is Small Base Florida. This has been Small Biz Florida, created and produced by the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Your host for Small Biz Florida is Tom Kindred. Partners for Small Biz Florida include WPSL and WSTU and Indian River State College, named the 2019 winner of the Aspen Prize for Community College Excellence.